Hi, this is Mark. This is what happened last time. As the merchant ship, the consort, sank, Druk conned his way onto the crew of the Emerald Sail, while Giovanni and Runar became uneasy guests on the ship. To avoid being murdered, they promised the pirates the prospect of treasure, and the fleet is now darting toward the destination that Runar pointed to on the sea charts. Northwest wind fills the green sail above you, and rolling clouds begin to lag behind the ship. The sun is orange off the starboard edge of the ship as it prepares to sink into the sea for the evening. Runar Chai found the drinking water, and he's staring at it, looking in his reflection in the drinking water, I'm like trying to see if he's growing fangs right now. He's just like doing that thing where he's like, "Is this longer? Is this inside sort of longer? Than what was last time? Oh no! This is hopefully. I need to get back. I need to get back." It's not going to get any better, says Waylon, the ship's boatswain next to you. Did you know something about this curse? Oh, no, I met your reflection in the water. <laughs> oh, just, I was, why would you get somebody's hope up like that? <laughs> Grins with kind of this gold tooth. He's this gray-skinned elfman, Saradin. He's got tattoos all over his body, kind of almost like a, a zebra or a tiger or something. What are you concerned about there with your teeth? Uh, well, uh, I'd like you to know that I'm human, and I've been cursed, and now I have a cat's tail and can't cast magic. You can cast magic? Well, I mean, I can do some, and then he'll do minor illusion, he'll do a rabbit. See? Here's a simple rabbit. <laughs> nice little cotton tail, it'd be so delicious. Oh, I'm hungry. What's dinner again? Coming up. Oh. So give it any thought to what I said about that balance of yours? <clears throat> I explained it before. I am a lover, not a fighter. I am... Very dedicated to my wife, and I need to get back to her so I can attend to her. Well, nobody's trying to keep you from your wife. I just thought maybe if, rather than cowering, we could get you a little bit of sparring and teach you how to use some of those abilities that this curse seems to be giving you. You do move like a cat, you know. <clears throat> Sometimes I'm very aware of it, very distinctly aware of it, and other times it's a mind of its own. The first mate, Mutt, comes up. He's a high orc, brown skin with a scar right down the front of his face, kind of splits his upper lip. Hey, where'd the uh, goat boy go? I do believe you had him swabbing after that poor... What, what was he? He was a cook. Um, he had his guts, his guts dragging. Oh, around. one of the zombies? Yes. I forgot I told him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's all the last place I saw him anyway. It's been a... It's been a minute. Well, maybe he's learning a little discipline. We should get to your spot by tomorrow. Oh, excellent, excellent. Can we try not to kill my fellow colleagues? Uh, you know. Well, there better be some sort of archaeological dig there that we can pull some loot from. Most assuredly, there's plenty of loot, and uh, they've been there for a few weeks at this time, so they definitely will have dug something up, so you will have to do no effort. You just go ahead and loot it, and hopefully they're a bunch of cowards like me, and they'll try to fight you, and we all live. Friends of yours? Well, rival colleagues. I mean, I don't really wish them terribly ill. It's just, if it's between them and my wife, I'm going to choose my wife. I need you to understand that. I'm doing all of this to try to get back to my wife. I don't wish them ill. Please don't kill them. We'll see how it rolls. Just hope there's something there. Hey, Giovanni. Yes. You can put down the mop. Oh, good. Yes, I've been working all day, you know. Looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. Except behind the zombies. Well, he walks over to the zombie that has his guts hanging out, and he just gives it a chop and sort of takes the intestines off. There. That won't be a problem anymore. Picks it up with one hand and throws it over the side. Why did I not think of that? So, Druck, what are you doing now that you're back on the ship with your bow? I think I'm going to be trying to blend in with the rest of the crew and just making small talk with the crew. Anything particular you're looking to find out? No, just basic, you know, what the rumors are and if they know where we're going and that sort of thing. Uh, go ahead and roll your persuasion. Alrighty. They will not be telling me much. <laughs> Nine. A couple of the guys are friendly enough as, as they're working. They don't mind a little bit of conversation. 
they just talk about how they have been with the pirates for a couple of months. They were sort of impressed into service off of a merchant ship, and they don't mind it because they get a cut of the loot. Okay. Never a big plan on where they go. They just seem to follow... Oh, the trade routes? The trade routes, yeah. They just kind of follow the routes and try to stay ahead of the Zendalon fleet. Okay. It's about time to eat soon, and you can kind of hear things moving. You can smell it coming up from the galley, and the sun's going down. Giovanni races down early, sits in the middle of the eating area, and starts playing his lute. It's his sneaky way of getting out of work earlier. (laughs) Runar would... I mean, like, he's not really trying to do anything or get away from anything in this particular moment. All right, eventually Mutt kind of moves that direction and he goes, all right, come with me, cat. Grabs you by the collar and leads you towards the galley. Oh, oh, no need to be so rough. Why why are you such a brutal thing? Are you... you, Why do they call you Mutt? Because I'm part dog, cat. You better watch it. Oh, Drex just embracing the pirate lifestyle right now. Okay. Just trying to blend in. All right. A couple of different people are in charge, apparently, of doing inventory. They'd started it the day before, and they're continuing to work on what they've pulled from the consort. They also start taking inventory of the personnel between the different ships. and They do have a couple of pigeons that they use as couriers, and they sort of send stuff back and forth making sense of, of what happened in the battle with the consort, assessing their damages, assessing their inventory, and again, making sure they know who survived that battle, if they're missing anyone. Giovanni is going to cast Comprehend Language while everybody's eating, just kind of listening on people. Okay. There's a lot of high orcs on this ship, and so if you don't speak orc, suddenly you are hearing a lot of that. It makes sense. There's a couple of dwarves... There really aren't very many elves that you might have seen besides Drock. But a big part of the conversation is about where the next money is coming from. They are all talking about you. Okay. There's a big payload hopefully coming. The cat guy is selling out his own kind, it sounds like. Okay. And they don't seem to respect that very much. Does it sound like they're going to kill us or get rid of us in any way, or are they just going to ditch us there? Like they kind of mentioned before. You hear a couple of comments that make it sound like if there isn't something there, it's not going to be good for you. Got it. Every time somebody walks by Giovanni, he's going to kind of nod his head towards the tip cup that he put out. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of song are you playing? Kind of a calm piratey song at the moment. Can I roll performance? Sure. 23. Ooh, yeah, they're impressed. Nice. Did I get any tips? Yeah, then they start throwing some coppers in. All right. How many copper? <laughs> you got to track this? Yeah. He, he, he immediately just starts taking coppers out like, oh, thank you. <laughs> By the end of the evening, you're going to have 21 copper. Nice. Elf sits down next to you, Druck, while you're all eating. And in Elvin says, where did you come from? I was transferred from the... I had it written down. <laughs> new fantasy word. New fantasy <laughs> new, word. <laughs> new ships do this. Uh, I was transferred from the eel flake. Huh. Transferred, huh? They don't usually move us around very often. Well. Gotta earn some confidence from the captain. First gotta, mate. Got a certain set of skills that'll make me useful. So, Skills with that bow? I've been known to use it once or twice. From out west? Far out west, yeah. Great Wood? Not particularly, no. No. I'm from the, uh, for- Fortoria? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> How long did we just practice this for? Uh, Fortori. Fortori. F- fantasy names. Fantasy yeah, no Wait, shit, what? Fortori? Fortori. Say it that way. Fortori. Fortari. 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 Okay. And it'll go up in the middle, Fortari. Okay. I'm from the Fatari Forest in northern Tandria. Is that not it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you did good job. You just started laughing. I'm like, <laughs> um, it's a smaller forest in northern Tandria. It's just a little south of the White Waste. What's it called? Fortari. Oh, you're from the Fortari. A lot of elves in there? Exclusively. Hmm. There's... A smattering of other races, but we try to keep ourselves to ourselves. It's probably a good idea. It's within stone's throw of Tandria, the city. 
Yeah. We aren't really well known outside of the forest, so I try to keep my head down. You ever been to Allendale? Mostly dwarves, Western Tandria. I did spend a few years there. Long time ago. It's where I escaped when I broke away from the Tandrians. Where in Tandria were you? I was in a city called Chris. Chris, I'm vaguely familiar. I, again, spent a little time, very little time there. Probably best if you did. I hid in Chris for a few days a long time ago. As he's talking, because he's slopping up his gruel, mm. and you can see that his wrists are scarred. This is somebody From that was in shackles for part of his life. If I remember correctly, Chris was not a very uh, welcoming city. Well, not if you're not a giant. It's better than if I was a halfling or a gnome, though. They eat them. <laughs> yeah, we're too we're too stringy for him. Mm. Sinewy, I like to think of it. <laughs> oh. Catch your name. My name is Mech. Mech? Pleasure to meet you. My name is Druk. Mech and Druk. Sounds like a friendship ready to begin a long story. Raise my glass. So what do you know of these, this cat? It's an odd thing, isn't it? Seems human, more or less. That yeah. tail and the tail. his mannerisms. Thought at first was a costume, but it seems to be reacting to him, so. Well, I wouldn't put it past the first mate there to pull that tail. I'm sure he's done it a couple of times. <laughs> It's kind of funny because Mutt's about as close to a dog as you can find. <laughs> well, I'm finished here. I've got to go up deck. Watch. Yeah. I'm going to try and get some sleep before my time. Well, maybe there'll be big riches in it tomorrow. Loot player's pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Thanks! <laughs> <laughs> Throws in a couple more copper tea as he walks by. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Write it down. He did the total for the night. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Do you guys associate with each other? I'll glance over and nod once in a while, but not actively engaging. I'll, after uh, Mac drops off his copper, I'll swing by with a couple of copper myself. Just kind of jump off and, and elvish because I picked up on him commenting on our conversation. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Be like, so what exactly is our plan now? Not to die. Then he winks at you. Just as you say that, too, there's a little fight that breaks out. A couple guys knocking, you know, they're <laughs> knocking each other's teeth out across the way. A couple others are pulling them back. Speaking of which, uh, duck. <laughs> Try and duck the uh, glass that's flying through the air. Do you know where we're going? Well, I'm going to a dig site, so um, Runar is saying there's stuff there, but he, he doesn't lie. I have found that out, so... Yeah, I, keep, I noticed that. I keep trying to get him to lie, but he won't do it. It would really make the trip a lot easier, wouldn't I it? I know, I know, but he doesn't get it. All right, well, Those keep... hats, you know? Keep working on him. Speaking of which, I'm going to go talk to him right now, make sure he doesn't get involved in this fight. <laughs> I think that's a safe bet that he's going to steer clear of it. You go to find him because he had been eating near the first mate, Mutt, and you can't find him right away. And then you realize he must be under the table. Yep, that sounds about right. Giovanni dips his head underneath the table. Uh, Runar. Yes, Giovanni? He crawls under the table with you. <laughs> oh, Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> so um, I've been listening in to everybody, and um, ooh, that was a good swing. I've been listening in on everybody, and it sounds like we're pretty safe as long as there is something there, and you are saying there is something there, right? Right. Yes, absolutely. Like, like something that they'll be happy about, though, because if it's just like a bone of some sort, they might not be very excited. Well, I mean, I mean, sometimes we find dragon bones. Like, they're quite valuable. No, they, they were doing a site on a civilization uh, that was uh, famed for their golden cities. Oh, thank goodness. All right. So, golden city civilization. Got it. They'll be happy I, I find that. those are often quite <laughs> overblown, but there will be a lot of probably artifacts too little to that of some sort. Um, and, and it's sometimes it's a matter of uh, just knowing the right collection. Um, what about uh, all the people there? Like, what are they going to do with them? They haven't really said a whole lot about that. They're not going to go all kill-killy, right? I hope not. I have some not to. Uh, I didn't seem to get commitment one way or another, though. Maybe we could get them all off to the side safely. Hopefully. Yeah, unlike that guy. Look at that guy's eye now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? How did you put that out? Well, I mean, you're in the right spot. You stay here, you stay safe. 
When it dies down, I'll go back out. <laughs> and he's chewing on a tablecloth. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody lands on the table above you. Ooh. Perhaps we should go back to the quarters. At the prison? Of course, of course. The quarters, the quarters, the quarters. It's not prison, it's not prison, it's not break. It's quarters, I think. We'll stay here for a bit and then we'll, when it's safe, we'll go out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You need to be safe. Yes. Is it safe? A piece of food lands on the floor and he picks that up and starts eating that too. Well, no, kind of no, 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 why, why would you do that? <laughs> why would I do what? <laughs> I mean, I know the ship is unusually clean, but that floor can't be possibly that clean. Clean? Why are you worried about things being clean? You just ate off the floor. Yeah? Is that normal where you come from? I, I mean, I, you're is, the first eater of it. Doesn't anyone eat off the floor? No, that's not normal. Well, not for humans. Oh, you humans are weird. Hey, do you see any pirates eating off the floor currently? Uh, yeah, that guy right over there, actually. <laughs> it looks like he's drooling on the floor and bleeding out the eye socket. <laughs> oh, him too. <laughs> oh, See, that's one... a few, that's a few. Uh, this seems more like a bar brawl than a, a galley. Eh, it'll, it'll be done in a minute. You hear the captain yell out, All right, knock it off! See, Grig is shutting him down. We're good. If you say so. You okay. stay here, and um, then when you find the time, just go back to the sleeping quarters, and you'll be fine. I think that's the best thing I've heard all night. All right. And he rubs your head, like pets it a little bit, and then gets out. And starts playing his loot again. I reach up, grab something from the top of the table. Whatever it is, pull it down. Hopefully it's food. Ooh, can I try to use sleight of hand and take it from him before he gets to it? Sure. <laughs> I rolled a 15. You want me to do sleight of hand? Uh. That was going to land on a natural one before it landed on the D4. <laughs> I guess I'm going hungry tonight. <laughs> you see Giovanni grab it on your hand, and he wasn't even looking back. He just happened to grab it, the thing. And reaches up the other side, starts patting around, trying to find something. <laughs> <laughs> Giovanni, as you start to walk away, the captain's standing there. You just almost walk right into her crocodile leathers. You look up at her green face and her long dreadlocks, her orcish grin with her tusks. Good evening, Captain Griga. How are you doing this evening? I'm well. I wasn't able to come down quite as early. I'm sure they saved me a little food here. You're a good loot player. Appreciate it. Been playing a long time. Long, long time. Keep it up. She takes a single platinum piece, holds it up in front of you. Giovanni's eyes get wide. Drops it in your hand. Uh, thank you kindly. And he starts to walk away and start playing a song, and he's improving a song about Griga. About how amazing she is. Um, oral performance for that. Got a 15. Got a 15. Okay. She uh, kind of looks back and smiles, and then she kind of feigns like she's out of money. You know, <laughs> just like holds her hand to her waist. like He's looking at her, and he pauses the, the song. And then he continues and starts to <laughs> laugh as he's doing it. She grabs a little bit of food and talks to Mutt. So the place is starting to disperse a little bit, but there are some sailors that apparently are kind of off shift, and they get some drinks in. And Mark, just so you know, Giovanni's going to spend all four of his first-level spells on comprehend languages throughout the night. He's okay. just going to keep listening to people. Okay, roll your perception again. We'll see, we'll see if you pick up Sure, sure. I got a 20. Ooh. Definitely want to hear if they're going to kill all these people at this dig site. You get the impression that there's kind of conflicting conversation about that. Okay. The captain doesn't seem like that she would unnecessarily kill a bunch of unarmed people. Gotcha. But her first mate doesn't seem to think that would be a problem. And in fact says that they've been given up by their compatriot, the, the cat man. Oof. Okay. Okay. He sees that as some sort of trade out justice or something. It doesn't quite make sense to your logic. But overall, there does seem to be a concern as to whether or not there will be anything there. And if they've wasted time, these stowaways. All right. Evening winds down after a while. You're not really expected to do a whole lot. Nobody has even given Druck much of a instructions, even though they seem to think he's part of the crew. Druck's basically just going to get done with supper and head below decks and get a hammock. All right. Giovanni is going to stay uh, playing and drinking all night long and smoking and eating. He'll just stop when everybody else calls it quits. Okay. I think Rio Cherry is going to play it safe and stay under the table. In the galley? In the galley, yeah. Oh, okay. Until it's, everything's quiet and then he'll come out and walk around. So probably, he'll probably actually be the last with the leader because people will probably forgot he's there. Well, at some point, Gio's going to walk over and kick the table and be like, Hey, go get some sleep. 
Uh, mm, mm, yep, mm, I am Thank you. <clears throat> all right, all right. Quite comfortable on the table. Yep. Silly cat. Ship keeps moving throughout the night. Skeleton crew is kind of working to keep things rolling. The zombies are kind of doing their job. Morning comes. There's a little bit of a haze in the air, kind of a fog. Should I roll my constitution to see how I did overnight? Yeah. All right. Got a 14. Yeah. You could use a little water, but you're okay. Giovanni's going to go walk out on the edge of the deck and just breathe in the ocean air and take it all in and stand there and hope no one asks him to do any work. I think this is a good time for uh, Runar to get the zoomies. And he's just going to be running back and forth on the deck and eventually he's just going to go like flying up the flying up the, the mast up into the crow's nest and if there's somebody up there maybe he'll punch him and run back down. Right. Oh my god. What is he doing? Druck, what are we going to do with this guy? I have no idea. A couple of the pirates decide to make a little bit of a game of it and they, as he runs by, they're trying to chop his tail off. So go ahead and roll in athletics. Does your tail grow back by chance? Fine, we're, we're going to find out. 18. <laughs> 18? Yeah. Okay. Yep, it just missed you as you're zooming by. Because he is fast. As you're going by to Waylon, the boatswain, the elfman who is has taken interest in this cat and, and thinks that there's potential here, just keeps shaking his head like, what is... I got nothing. Oh, what? That was exhilarating. I feel very refreshed. Giovanni walks up and turns to the Wayne and says, What did you tell this guy yesterday? Bernard just has a puzzle look like, What do you mean? You know, when he was punching at you and stuff. Um, he, he, I, I just recall him trying to um, tell me that I needed to fight and uh, that I shouldn't be a lover. That's what I recall. <laughs> I'm so confused. And Giovanni <laughs> walks away. <laughs> Land ho! Mm. Somebody yells from above. And a lot of the crew move, kind of move toward the foredeck. And as the ship moves, the fog sort of cuts away a little bit. Giovanni rushes up to the front of the ship to see what land it is. Does he recognize it? On the horizon lies a small, flat island, maybe a mile across. The white sands of its beaches meet thick, tall grass. Palm trees grow in small copses. And some little thickets of bamboo seem to grow in you know, isolated spots. And the captain is standing beside you, and she's got the chart in her hand, and she shows it to Mutt. This is where he told us to go. Um, can I roll my perception and see if I remember the, if this is the spot that Runar said? Sure. I rolled a 17. Yeah, you think it's where, in fact, they made a marking, and you're pretty sure it's the same mark. Right. He says, okay, I will go get Runar, and we will go onto the island, and we'll get all of the people off to the side so you can do your rating thing. Sound like a plan? Suddenly you, you're kind of startled because one of the zombies is standing next to you. It's the halfling. He's got his kind of cross-eyed and he's got blood matted down his blonde hair and just kind of looking at nothing. And then on the other side of you comes Proika, the, the dwarven necromancer. She's got her hood down. She wears this little short robe, but she's, it's got usually has had her hood up and she's got it down. Her hair is just completely shaved, but then there's this like stubble and it runs all the way down her chin too. She's got this four o'clock shadow and her hair as well. She's got a ring in her eyebrow, a couple of them on her ears, and she says, there is no one there. This is not a place for scribes and scholars. There are absolutely people there. They're just inland a little bit. Here, we can let me see across the island, practically. Oh, you're not looking hard enough. Let me go get Runar. Give me one second, okay? And Druk knows a lot about this, too. I'll be right back. And he goes over to grab Runar. Yeah, I would like to roll history to see if I remember what the topography of the island is actually supposed to be. Yeah, go ahead. Maybe I'll roll another nat one and be like, this is totally fine. I got an 11. Do you think it was probably rockier than this? This is a, this is like a reef. Hmm. As you walk off, Giovanni, there are three orbs of light that appear above Proika, the, okay. the dwarf, and she starts sending them that direction. These okay. little lights, they have little skull faces on them, and they go on almost like a little search over the island. Alright, so Giovanni's gonna walk up to Druk first and whisper, Druk, do you want to get out of here right now? This might be our chance. Certainly. How are we doing that? Well, Runar apparently told him the wrong place, so we are not in the right place, but possibly the three of us can get off and go hide. That doesn't look like that big of an island. 
it's not going to take him long to search it. Oh, it'll be fine. And as he says that, like his whole body shakes and you hear all the little trinkets making noises. <laughs> this is not reassuring. <laughs> all right, let me go see what Runar says. One second. He goes over to Runar. Runar, um, they're saying this is not the right place. It doesn't look like the report that I recall. Okay, that's not good. I concur with that assessment. Do you think if you looked at the chart again, you could tell them maybe that we are just like a little bit off? Like, because they might take our heads off if we're wrong. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, this doesn't look right. This is. I wouldn't know what to say. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I would just be like, I think I made a mistake. I must have got next up west or east or something. I don't know. A lot of the pirates are starting to grumble and argue and they're getting angry because they were supposed to be this <laughs> the city of gold sort of thing and that's not what it seems to be here. Giovanni yells, hold on, hold on! <laughs> uh, Runar, what are we going to do? What do you mean, what are we going to do? You're the one that has a plan all the time. Yeah, uh, well, I, this is my plan. Me, you, and Druk go scout out the island. We'll go find the... We'll tell them it's an illusion that's covering things up, okay? We'll tell them about that. You can tell them about that. I, can't I will. Hide. I will. I will. And then we'll go into the island and we'll run into the island and we'll hide. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, it can work. I, I got it. Well, if it works. I have a spell that would help. If the spell works. Ooh, all right. So the only other issue is that drug kind of doesn't want to go with us. Well, is that an issue? I'm confused now. Who was the drug again? Uh, Druk is the elf with the skull face. Oh, yeah. He's scary looking. Yes. Not the undead elf with the skull face. I got, I got scary looking, too. Uh-huh. Um, why would he go with us? Oh, we need him. I need him. Why would he agree to go with us, though? To share treasure? I mean, that's there's the plan, the right? Well, there's no treasure there. We've got a golden monkey to find. You're going to help me find it? He's going to cover our backs. Okay. Okay, come with me. We're running out of time, too. Follow. These uh, emerald pirates are getting a little cranky. Yes. They don't uh, really... There's also one other problem. They curse me. They curse how, at you. How? Wait, wait. They how? curse at you? No, there's another problem that cur- uh, cursed me. Oh, gotcha. How, okay. How are we going to get to the island? I'll find a way. <laughs> um, hey, Druk. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, Druk. Um, last chance. We go in, run, hide. That sounds... <laughs> That sounds like a wonderful idea. All right. You don't sound convinced. Someone puts their hand on Druck's shoulder as you're talking. Okay. And he's got a book. It's a tall human. And he's got a pair of spectacles. And he's, he says, what is your name, elf? Druck? Druck. Oh, I want to cast Minor Illusion and put the word Druck in his book. Whatever page he's looking at. Roll sleight of hand if you, want, if you don't want him to see that you're casting a spell. Yeah, we'll do. 17. Okay. So, do you wait for him to open the book? Yeah, as it, when as I realize he, what he's pushing. doing, I think what he's doing is trying to find list of people's names. And so I'm just winging it and putting Druk in his book. The Druk. word Druk. And it'll, and it'll say dash elf pirate skull phase. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's, so he's running his finger down the ledger and it just looks different than the rest of it or something. You know, and he kind of looks and he looks up and he goes, spell that. Oh, crap. <laughs> no, before he answers, Brian, figure out how you're going to spell it. <laughs> all right, all right. I already have it written down how I would spell it. All right, perfect. <laughs> In the original Elvish, it's D-R-O-C-H. What's it say on the paper, Brian? D-R-U-K. <laughs> <laughs> like a truck. <laughs> like a truck. Kind of. But with a D. <laughs> or, you know, he says, is this, is this your handwriting? That, no, that is not my handwriting. I don't know who wrote that in there. But the description looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> he holds the book up next to you as if somehow there's a picture of it. There's not. Right? But it's, it's somehow it's like he looks at the word. <laughs> looks at you. Looks at the word. Just as, as he's sort of... In the middle of trying to put this together, the rest of the crew is really starting to go, you know, like, we'll send them off then! Right. Like, literally, a couple of them are putting a plank out. Oh, great. Um, I am casting uh, Comprehend Languages again to make sure I can hear what everybody's saying right now. Did this guy walk away? 
at this point, he's sort of looked over the shoulder of you two because he's listening to what's going on because it's actually getting a little bit violent, right? Some of the guys are having a little bit of a scuffle and they're starting to argue about what's out there. The little balls of light, the little glowing skulls, the, you can see that they're on the other side of the island. Like, it's not that big an island. Giovanni's going to talk to this guy, and as he does, he's going to, like, put his hands on the book and close it. And I say, uh, uh, excuse me, good sir, um, can you please just give us a moment? Thank you. And he's going to pull Druck back away a little bit. Is Runar there with me? I suppose. Yeah. So hey, he's, um, he's going to say to the two of you, uh, they're getting very upset, like they're ready to get rid of us. So As you start to walk away, you realize that the word Druck is still floating where you put it. Oh, put it out, put it out, put it out. <laughs> Oh, uh, the guy doesn't seem to notice because he's busy with get rid of us. And what, do you, what are they doing with that plank? Um, well, you see what they're going to do is they're going to probably, you know, that kind of get rid of us, like you were asking, you know, <laughs> like finger across the throat. They might eat me. So uh, I think we need to go. Into the water? Give me just one moment. What's the story with this golden city that you're tracking down? Um, well, you say there was an archaeological thing, and it was the what are, the city was supposed to be a golden city, and there was supposed to be a bunch of artifacts. And... It's a highly magical city. Uh, I mean, we did a long time ago, but it's um... interesting. Yes, highly magical city. Interesting. Maybe, maybe it's still there. We should probably check that out. See, Runar. Hmm. Hmm. Gonna walk over to well, the. I think uh, you should do the talking. Gonna okay. walk over to the. Captain, real quick. Mm-hmm. Captain. She, she doesn't even say anything. She just kind of looks up from the map as she's been talking to all these people and is she, trying to calm people down. As she's looking up from the map, I'm going to glance down at the map. Do I see other islands marked on there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's scribbled on. I'm going to try and see if there's any islands that look to be larger in size from their drawing. And just kind of mentally remember the the names of the a couple of a couple of the islands in their rare load of position. Can I do that? Yeah, kind of just get a couple of names off it and, and which direction you would head if you were leaving this island. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Captain. Before we throw these castaways off, <laughs> what harm would it be for perhaps myself and one other crew member to send them off to the island? They're going to die either way. And if there is any magic there, or any artifacts, we can find them and bring them back. So you want to go to the island with these two? I'll I'll take them to the island. I don't plan to send a boat. One boat. I'll have it back to you within the hour. You're the water walker, aren't you? Yeah. You don't need a boat to get over there. Let them swim. You will wait for me. I'll tell you what. And Mutt's standing right next to her, too. Seeing as how you're willing to vouch for these two, and there doesn't seem to be the treasure that he was promising, we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that maybe he was a little off. Maybe it's nearby. In the meantime, the three of you can go to that island, scout it out, and we'll be back. And Mutt just grins at that. I think that's fair enough. Walk back to the uh, Runar and Giovanni. Are we dead? We're not dead. We're going to need to swim to shore, but I have an idea, and I need your assistance with this. Sounds good. Okay. Runar, can you swim? I mean, we do in the uh, Falcon Reach, we there's not a lot of water. No, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> oh, man. The skulls come back, and the dwarf necromancer reports what they have found, <clears throat> and she basically says, whole lot of frogs. <laughs> I like frogs. Pirate says, all right, go ahead and get to that island. Maybe you'll get lucky. If we find something nearby, we'll come back after we've looted it. I'll bring back food. Frog legs. All right. Work my way down the uh, rigging to run over to the island. Okay. How, yeah. far, how far away is the island? A couple hundred yards. Okay. Runar, do you have anything of value that you need to keep safe? I'll just uh, my spectacles. If you... Why? He holds out his hand for you to give him to him. These were a gift for my wife. They were very, very important to me. All right. And he uh, opens up his vest and, like, sticks them inside his vest. And then uh, he takes his hat and shoves that inside his vest. (laughs) Somehow it just fits inside the vest. Doesn't make him any fatter or anything. 
That's quite intriguing. Is that some sort of uh, holding stitch into your vest or something like that? Oh, that's quite fascinating. It must be rather useful. I'm surprised you don't see more articles of clothing that have that. It's yeah, got pockets. <laughs> it does have pockets. <laughs> One giant pocket. Um, in addition to the glasses, Runar, is there anything else that you need to keep dry? I can keep anything that you need dry, dry. No, I just... Me? Can you keep me dry? I, I'm not very far. No, I, fortunately I can't. All right, what's the plan here? Uh, Giovanni, do you happen to have a parchment and an inkwell? Ah, uh, let me see. And he opens up his vest and he, like, starts taking stuff out. <laughs> He's, like, takes out a tackle box and, like, <laughs> some hooks and, like, a candle. Um, oh, here we go. He's got, like, a rolled up piece of uh, parchment. I've got this. I've got, hold on. Let me see if I've got ink. And he keeps looking through, and he takes out, like, an abacus and, like, a bell, and he's like, ooh, and he rings it a little bit. <laughs> he puts that down. Um, he takes out various various uh, glass bottles and, um, okay, ink pen. Got it. Got that. Got that. And uh, he keeps taking things out. <laughs> he's taking out a pole. <laughs> and it's about a five-foot pole. He puts that down. And, he, well, um, I, I don't have any ink at the moment, so darn. Uh-huh. Okay. And he slowly starts putting everything back into the vest. Okay. No. See if I can't find that guy that was looking up my name. Yeah. And see if I can't uh, lift a vial of ink off of him. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, and at this point, too, he is actually talking to the captain and the first mate and everybody's... I mean, it's just a mess as people are all kind of arguing. It's pretty clear that they're going to kick you guys off, leave you, and possibly come back. Who knows if there's any truth to that. It's But the gist of it, from what you can tell, is that she needs to keep this crew happy. Because when there's a promise of treasure, and then there's no treasure. The crew's so upset. The, yeah. the whole idea is that they're going to see if they can find something nearby. There is a hope that maybe he was close. Mm. And what was Giovanni sensing from everybody talking? Uh, they're all pretty worked up. Basically, they're ready to, to maroon you. Uh, Good. Griga doesn't really seem to want to like actually kill us, though. No, you're not getting that impression. Yeah, They'd be happy to maroon you and, yep. and move on. That, that'd be enough for the... It's it's kind of a Pontius Pilate moment, right? Like, the crowd wants this to happen, mm-hmm. and and that they'd be happy with the marooning. All right. All right. Uh, can I get the inkwell off the... Oh, go ahead and roll side hand. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. 22. Yes. Inkwell. Yoink. Right. We should head to the island. All right. No boat or swimming. Yeah. All right. There is no boat. They do throw down a rigging so that you can climb down to the water. Oh, least, that's nice. So you don't have to jump off. Although some are arguing again because some of them wanted to see you walk the plank. Runar gets up to the side and is just like looking in the water. Going, nope. Nah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Giovanni's head slowly turns to drug and says, are you pulling yep. him down or am I? I can give him a nudge. <laughs> I look over at the captain with uh, Runar right in front of me and just kind of smile at the captain and just both hands, just down he goes. <laughs> Make an attack roll. See see if he tries to dodge out or anything like that. Land it, land it. Okay, uh, 16. That would exceed my AC. All right. <laughs> pushes you in. <laughs> <laughs> he comes Giovanni. up and looks like a wet cat. Just it's kind of pathetic. He seems smaller. Giovanni, <laughs> Giovanni smiles at Druck and is kind of wishing he would have got the push. So he liked it. <laughs> and then he turns to the crew and he says, farewell. And he turns his butt to him. And as he dives, he farts. <laughs> <laughs> and he dives in. All right. Roll an athletics check just to see how classy the dive is. All right. 19. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Kind of jump up and do a little bit, almost almost like a flip, you know, and then oh, just yeah. nose down. Yep. And then he'll go right over to Runar and make sure that he, because Runar said he couldn't swim, so he's going to grab onto Runar and start right. getting him towards the shore. Okay. Not, not the water walker there, but to the other, you guys make an athletics check. All right. While they're doing this, I am making a beeline for shore. Okay. I got 19 again. Okay. I got 14. All right. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot here. It's not like you're dealing with rocks and rough waters. As we're swimming, Giovanni looks over at Druck walking on the water, and he's like, oh, oh no wonder he thought it wasn't going to be a bad idea to just swim to shore. He cheated. 
cheated. Yes, he cheated. Yes, yes. And uh, Runar is doing the cat paddle, and he's grimacing the whole time, and he just starts looking at Draku pushing the water. He's like, I have an idea. I swim over to Drak, and then I try to climb up him. <laughs> oh, I am nowhere near you guys. <laughs> I, I hit the water and just immediately beeline. <laughs> I could tell that Hudson was very much hoping for this, like, carried across the water moment. <laughs> Not going to happen. And just, you know, dude, Giovanni is actually fine swimming. He, he loves the water. All right. A couple of crabs skitter across the sand as you get up there. Obviously, Druck is there first. Anything you want to do while you're waiting for him? Because you'll yes. literally be there 15 minutes before they are. It's sure. funny you should ask. I'm going to pull out the uh, parchment, and in really kind of scrawly, not very kempt common, I'm going to draw out this ledger of some ancient city that has, for one reason or another, needed to teleport itself a hundred leagues to the... (laughs) to the island of... (laughs) Okay. Basically, like, this long, drawn-out page that starts kind of mid-thought, drags on for a while. We needed, for one reason or another, to teleport from here. I'm going to just start aging it as much as possible, scuffing up with dirt and whatnot. I'm going to bury it not terribly well, but just kind of bury it under some dirt as far inland as possible. Okay. And then, uh, before they get back, run back and just kind (laughs) of... Sit, sit there on the uh, shore waiting for him. Okay. All right. You get up there, doggedly swimming, just and finally get there, climb up onto the sand. There's nice, you know, soft, fine-grained sand, little shells here and there. A couple of crabs skitter away and bury themselves in the sand. Giovanni picks up a couple shells and puts them in his vest. <laughs> and there's Druck just sitting there like he's relaxed and... Hey, what lets you walk on the water? Oh, this little ring. It's oh, lovely. Sort of a blue, watery ring that just kind of reminds you of like a stream almost. Awesome. And it's just a circlet that's on his do, ring finger. Do you by any chance have two more of those? I do not <laughs> have all right, all right. two of those. Can I have that one? Uh, no, but thank you for asking. Oh, no problem. So, Runar, I understand there's a ancient golden civilization that we're supposed to be finding here? No. Okay. I, I thought that was, I got the wrong Let's, uh... Runar, Runar, oh boy. What are we going to do with you, my friend? Well, Maybe wait, am I could... supposed to lie to you? I don't, I don't feel like I should lie to you. Well... You're kind of scary looking. We should probably investigate anyway. The fleet's out there well, in the mist, and you can hear that they're pulling up anchor and... I'm going to run out onto the, a little bit out onto the water. You're still giving us an hour, right? <laughs> you hear somebody go, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, I see this as an absolute win. I, my goal was to get marooned on an island and perhaps find other passage back to Zendalon. Yes, and then I and then I could get back and then I could get back with the Moor College and be home in this. Silesium. Right. That's... that's <laughs> neither of you have ever heard of Silesium. It's completely new to you. That's... We'll get you back to Admirable. Silesium. We'll get you to Silesium. 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 I am Silesium. You are Silesium. 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 Right. We will get you to Silesium. <laughs> All right, so we are going we should, to investigate this island? We should island? Invi- investigate this island. A.K.A. Hyde? No, investigate for clues. Really? And I wink at Giovanni. <gasps> he winks back, and then he looks at Runar. Does Runar notice any of the winking? <laughs> I hope not. We were trying. <laughs> I rolled a 16. Oh, no, 17. We're, we're 17. slight of handing it? Why not? Okay, sure. <laughs> oh, man. 26. Whoa! Well, I see one of the winks because I got a twenty-one on my perception. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> something, something seems a bit of miss. Uh, what? I mean, I, I told you this was the wrong island. Why? Are, why are we in this? But Druck knows there's something else on the island, so there, let's go find that. Well, we're this is the island that we're on, so we should probably investigate because that's right. What else are we gonna do? 
Eat Sit on frogs the... and look for other boats passing by. Eat crab and eat frogs. Yeah, yeah, that's and fine things. Yeah, yeah. So Why don't we make sure that the island is clear before we? Clear. All right. Are you yeah. monsters here? Let's do it. There may be, or there might not be, or there might be food. Yeah, the frogs and the crabs. Yes. Yeah. Look, there's one right there. It goes. Oh. Lead the way. All right. I'll uh, start searching around. Okay. Seems like a bad idea. Oh, can I have my glasses back? Oh, here you are. Yes. And he whips out a candle. Like, oh, wait. Hold on. And then he whips. <laughs> he starts pulling out some chain. And he's like, oh, hold on, hold on. Um, he pulls out a what? lamp. Oh, well, this will help you see, but not in the way you want. Uh, okay. Um, there you Here are glasses. There you go. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, wait. Hold on. And he, and he goes. <sighs> no, 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 no. He spits on it and, like, cleans it for you and gives it back. He just puts it on. <laughs> Riding low on his nose. And he just... Do you know how to use your bag of holding? Um, you mean my vest? Yes. Um, you just have to have the object in mind when you reach in and pull it out. Oh, Mr. Smarty Pants. I, I was a wizard. Keyword is was. Well, I'm, I'm okay. I am a wizard, <laughs> but I was cursed and I can't do magic anymore. Well, I do have an idea. Watch this. And he's going to cast uh, Speak with Animals. And he's going to go up to one of the bigger frogs that is kind of just sitting still. Okay. Yeah, you do see a handful of frogs. Uh, they're mostly in the grass, like along where the grass meets the sands. Yeah. Okay. And he crouches down, and you guys hear rabbit, 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 And he says, "Hello, good sir. How are you doing today?" Uh, hello, Kevin. <laughs> did you call me Kevin? We did call you Kevin. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. So, um, just out of curiosity, uh, what kind of creatures are around here besides frogs? Like, what do you have to all worry about here on this island? Uh, well, there's there's a lot of frogs and um. Mm-hmm. Uh, some crabs and okay. lots of bugs. And hits one with his tongue right after he says that. Grabs a fly out of the air. Uh, and there's a, there's a Kevin. Wait, there's a Kevin? Yeah. Wait, did you call me a Kevin? Uh, Am I a Kevin? I think so. So I'm just one of the things. Oh, I'm turned around here. <laughs> so before I got here, were there Kevins on here? I think so. I think there's a Kevin. <laughs> he turns to you two and goes, He's saying there's a Kevin on here. I don't know. They're saying there's a Kevin around. <clears throat> um, so what he is, he what he's doing, drunk? Is he is casting speak of animals? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he turns back to the frog and says, uh, "What what does Kevin look like?" Uh, I don't know. Big, big, big like you. Big like me? Is it uh, very furry like me? Uh, I don't know. Furry, furry the most. Does it have a tail like me? I don't think so. Is Kevin nice? Uh, doesn't quite understand the question. Does Kevin try to eat frogs? Uh, I think he mostly eats fish. The big frogs keep him, keep him from it. The big frogs. Hmm. Are all the creatures friendly on this island? Well, not all the bugs. It's another one. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. You have a good day. Bye, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, he's. I asked him if there were lots of animals and what to be scared of, and he kept talking about Kevin, but he also called me Kevin. I think Kevin is some sort of humanoid creature. I'm kind of wondering that, yes. Hmm. He didn't seem very worried about much, so maybe nope. this Kevin is nice, I don't know. Well, let's go see if we can find the Kevin. On we go. Let's <laughs> find Kevin. <laughs> the search for Kevin begins! <laughs> We'll say after a little while of like walking through, I'll, I'll look for a bird that's mm-hmm. fairly close by. Okay. Do I find one? Yeah. Okay. A gull of some sort, you know. Uh, excuse me. Um, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> um, I was wondering if you could do me a favor. Can you, by any chance, um, you like fly above the island, kind of poke around? Are there any big nasties to worry about around here? I'm new to the area. Oh, well, I know. Well, I just came from another <laughs> island. Um, I I'm t- just coming through. If you could go spot check for me real quick, um, I'll give you a. I'll, I'll get a crab for you. Do you like crab? What's a crab? How about a frog? Oh yeah. All right, I'll get you a frog. <laughs> Hello, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> can I roll uh, my decks and see if I can grab a frog next to me? <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, roll the twelve. Uh, it uh, jumps away from you. <laughs> okay, not that one, but I will get you a frog. <laughs> 
uh, as it jumps away from him, my cat-like instincts kick in, and I must attack the moving thing. Okay. <laughs> I will pounce on the frog. I rolled terribly. I got a 10. You jump, pounce down, and it. you think you got it, and you kind of open your paw, uh, your hands, and, like, there's no frog. He had jumped out of the way. He stands up, like, what's around? I, I knew it was here. No, he's about, why, he, why about just frogs? He's about 10 feet in front of you. <laughs> All right. Um, do you think you'd be able to do that for me? Just a, just a real quick favor. Just fire on real quick, come back. Let me know if there's any big nasties to watch out for. Okay. So you must be among the grass. Is it kind of where you're headed? Yeah. Yeah, we're just heading straight Moving in inland. the middle of the island, okay. right? Is that the plan? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, he flies up and then kind of does a couple of bend rounds, and, he, and you hear him kind of yell from above, and he says, Do frogs count? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like, is it a very big one? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They're bigger. <laughs> like as big as me? Uh, no. It's got this this yelling conversation as he's kind of circling <laughs> above. About half as big as me? He kind of, like, starts kind of kiting, you know, like a bird of prey or something. He's just kind of floating up there. Uh, I don't know. You tell me. And out of the grasses come six frogs that are kind of bipedal. They're more humanoid, sort of. Okay. But they're just, they're somewhere between two to three feet. So they're, okay. the grass is literally hiding them. They come out right. of the grass at you, and they're holding what to them are spears made of things like shark teeth and okay. shells and stuff like that. Nice. But they are, for you, it would be like little daggers. Okay. Uh, everybody roll your initiative. And I should point out that they all yell in unison, For Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> 21. Uh, 12. 11. At least it's not for Karen, you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, God. Karen. Yeah. Oh, boy. 21. You see there's six of them. They're little rubbery-skinned okay. kind of humanoids. They're not wearing any clothes. They're just okay. bipedal holding weapons, and they yell for Kevin. And then I should point out, too, that they it sounds like they're talking to each other, and it's kind of like a, like, like the squirk, okay. squeaky and tweaks and stuff. And uh, the only thing you heard that was, you know, in common was, for Kevin! Kevin. All right. So Giovanni's going to go, whoa, 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 put his hands up in the air and be like, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, no. And he's just going to try to calm them down and see if that works. Okay. They are going to go. They kind of split up, I guess. There's six of them. There's three of you. So I guess they're each going to kind of get towards you. So there are three separate ones on each of you that all basically just run up and kind of like go to grab your leg. So you've each got one that's grabbing at your leg and then another one that is coming in with the dagger. Okay. Okay. Once they jump out close a distance to me, uh, Druk's going to use his skirmisher ability to move away from him. And we got 17 feet. Okay. So he's basically going deeper into the grass, kind of where some of them came from. And they do not get an opportunity to attack because that's part of the ability. So Giovanni's got his hands up. Again, they're, they're all talking to each other. It's kind of like a squawk, like a... As they are giving each other some sort of coordination. So the two that are on you, Giovanni, the first one is gonna, going to try to grab up your leg. He does that, and when he does, okay. his skin is basically got this kind of goop secreting from it. Mm. And you immediately feel it kind of go into your system. And it kind of makes you loopy, like you're—it's you, like a, like a drug almost, right? Like you just kind of like whoa, and Ooh. everything kind of goes wonky. I like these and frogs. And you are poisoned. I'm gonna try the guy grappling Runar. He does not get a hold of you. You just sort of jump, jump out of the way. So now the other two guys are gonna jab you with their spears that are more like daggers. The one on Giovanni, he misses you. And Runar. Ooh. Boy, I better get to new dice because both of them miss at that point. No, 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 no. Not the other two start run, trying to run back towards Druk. They're going to be able to kind of close that distance because they do a little bit of a jump and they just kind of hop that way. When the one jumps, it is going to try to jump onto you. So, And remember, yep. these things are little. They're like two feet to three feet tops. So mm -hmm. it's almost really like fighting frogs. They just happen to be kind of bipedal and, you know, a little bigger. This one does get an attack off. Well, he, he was going to, but I rolled a one. So when he jumps up, he actually slams into your chest. Nothing secretes through your armor. He hits like he hit a wall, and he just kind of slides down in front of you, dazed. Okay. So you are in melee, but didn't take any damage. Okay. I'm going okay. to bonus action disengage and head past uh, Runar. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to shoot at 
the one on Runar that is trying to grapple him. Okay. So, 14 hits. Arrow comes zipping back. Kill him! Ooh. 13 points of damage. It drops to the ground. Like dead? Dead. Yay! Alright, that's your turn. Yes. 11. Runar, you've got just one left on you, right? Ah! Oh, back! Back fiends! And he's going to take a like swat at him like a cat would mm-hmm. and jump backwards a little bit at the same time just for dramatic effect. Does roll a 21 to hit. Nice. nice. Oh, that'll very much hit. And he does roll minimum damage for four. It goes and it is still up but it's mad. Um, Doesn't like what you did to it. And then now he's got a little bit of space between them he'll uh, bonus action he'll kick it. Okay. Ah. I said back 22 and then five points of damage. Alright it is kind of staggering there but it's still standing Back up to Giovanni. All right, Giovanni gets his sword out and says, Oh, you foolish little frog people. And stabs at the one that's hugging him. Okay. Roll the 12. Nope, 12 hits. All right. They're not wearing any Four armor. points of damage. Okay. All right, that's the one that was grappled on your leg? Yes. Oh, did you did you roll with disadvantage? I did. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, you kind of poke at him, but he's kind of peeling himself off of you a little bit as, as you jab at him. Um, he kind of squawks at you, but he's still standing. They're going to attack, so he's going to pull his dagger. So we've got two daggers coming at Giovanni. One of them gets you for five points, and the other one gets you for three points. The one on Runar is going to attack him. So you kick at him, and then he tries to grab your foot, trying to get you doped up. Ooh, yeah, he successfully does that. So you are now poisoned as well, and you get this lightheaded sort of dopey feeling. Things are sort of swerving in your vision. And the other two... They're going to go after the cat. As they run in, you can see that they're they're doing that, like, squawking at each other. And they both pull their daggers and jab at your legs. They both miss you. So they kind of bump into each other on the way in. By the way, at this point, the one that you shot with the arrow is slowly filling up with gas, possibly. Like, you see it just, like, like and it blows up to almost twice the size of its body. It's kind of been doing that, like, since you hit it. But it's now very visible as it's just getting bigger and bigger. And then it finally just kind of goes, and, like, the lips burst out with, with all this air and all of this gassy stuff comes out. And it's, like, this cloud around Runar. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I love frog people. They might all kill us, but I don't. <laughs> they, they could very easily kill us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to move further away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> another, another 35 feet, and I'm going to shoot the one of the uh, frogs that's on Runar. Okay. 21. Um, very much it. Six points of damage. Nice. Arrow comes in, kind of staggers for a second, spins around, and falls on his back. Arrow sticking out of him. All right, Runar, you've only got two on you now. The two that just came in bumbling. Only. Only two. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just going to be like, like, kind of with this weird happy, like, meow, meow, meow. And then start going like this weird, like, trance mode, I guess. <laughs> and he's going to take a swipe at the first one. Okay. At disadvantage. Well, I can see if I could get worse than that. I did not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm assuming an eight misses. And then take a swipe at the other one. Does an 11 hit? 11 does not hit. Either AC is 12, guys. Because you're not paying attention. <laughs> thank you. I thank you. I thank you. <laughs> oh, by the way, go ahead and both of you that are poisoned can roll a con check. All right. Four, uh, 13. 13 shakes you from it. The 10 doesn't. Meow, meow. You kind of shake it off a little bit and get your sight back and realize, like, um, I can't sit here and just get all dopey. I gotta fight these things off. <laughs> I built up a tolerance for this sort of thing. <laughs> I built up a tolerance for it. Alright. Giovanni? Giovanni's gonna take a swing at the frog that gave him a hug. And he rolls an 18 to hit for 3 damage. And then he's gonna use his bardic inspiration and he's gonna start singing about how Runar is the bravest cat man he's ever met. You can do this, Runar. I'm the only cat man he's ever met, so that's a fact. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> you're so smart. <laughs> one's trying to grapple, one's trying to attack on both guys. So Runar's got two on him, and Giovanni's got two on him. Giovanni, they both have trouble with you. They're they're sort of trying to figure out why you're singing, I think, in the middle of it all. All right, all right. A dagger does get through to Runar for three points of piercing damage. And again, just slicing up your legs, basically, because they're just these little guys. Drop, you're up. Okay, I'm going to... 
move a little further. <laughs> and you do see the, the whole like blowing up of the bodies. They all sort of seem to do this. They fill up with some sort of noxious gas after they die, and then eventually it pops out of their mouths as the pressure builds up. I'm gonna shoot at the one on Giovanni that he's been slashing at. Okay. Oh, that's not gonna work. Eight. Uh, eight will miss. Yeah. Okay. And bonus action, hide. Because, oh yeah, it's not that great either. So, I thought Runar was the Freddy cat. Uh, <laughs> Runar is going to let out a yowl. 14. Yep, that'll hit. For 7 points of damage. Ooh, crack. He's going to use flurry of blows and like do like this weird double kick against this guy. 13 with the inspiration die. Nice. Nice. <laughs> 6 damage. Okay, so that takes that guy out. Pop, pop. And then uh, Flurry Bullets does give him a third attack, so he's going to swing at the, the last one. Mm-hmm. But some crazy roundhouse nonsense. Uh, 18 to hit, and then four points of damage. Okay. Kind of staggers him back, and he, he kind of looks around like he's he's looking for his friends, right? Like, you know, how many how many do we have left here? And so he starts to break and starts to turn around like he's going to run away from you. Do you want to do an opportunity attack, Runar? Yeah, so they'll swing at it with disadvantage. Uh, I don't need to roll again because that's not possible to get lower. <laughs> oh, alrighty. Okay, so you kind of do a awkward slappy thing at him as he, as he runs off, and he effectively disappears out of the grass. Hilt's one. And remember, the grass is taller than they are, so Hilt's one finger up, like in an accusatory sort of way, goes, "Take that, you scallywags!" <laughs> <laughs> so he ran off. The other two. They're going to try to take a couple more swings at Giovanni. One of them hits, one of them misses. Okay. They get you for four points of piercing. Okay. But then they both try to run off. All right. Um, and they try to go in opposite ends. So, like, yeah, they're running off into the into the grass. Um, do I see any of them? Or? Like, one of them is kind of not exactly coming your way, but you might be able to intercept him if you wanted to. Yeah, I'll go ahead and move to intercept. Okay. 15 did. Uh, 15 will hit, yep. Right. Four points of damage. Okay. Piercing. You stab him, and he is like, no, no, please don't. And, like, suddenly, because you, you did hear this Kevin thing, but you hadn't heard any. They've been talking to each other in their own little squ- little squawky language. Hmm. But this one says a couple things in common as he okay. tries to get away from you. You could use a opportunity attack, too, because he's he's just going to keep trying to go. Oh, yeah. In that case, I'll shoot him again. Uh, okay. Stab him again. Because, uh, 21. Oh, yep. <laughs> Five points of damage. Okay. You stab through, and when you pull the rapier out, it's almost like a seal in the balloon. Right. And he starts to blow starts, up. Right. And, you know, I'm going to move out of the range of whatever <laughs> that is. Kind of makes farting noises <laughs> as, you, as you step away. Just heroically walk away from the farting, <laughs> blowing up, expl- <laughs> just superhero walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even look back. <laughs> Slow mo, like those Geo explosions body. behind the yeah, exactly. uh, action figure. Only just, just slow mo. Giovanni's <laughs> <laughs> looking you dead in the eyes, and he—you he, could tell he's reminded of something. Oh, and he reaches into his vest and pulls out his tricorn hat and starts waving away from you. <laughs> And then uh, eventually puts the hat back on his head, which is two fairly vertical horns pop through. <sighs> well, apparently there's still a Kevin around. And apparently the Kevin ke- yeah, is really <laughs> popular with the frog people. Oh. As, oh, as, no. as Renar is just rubbing up on these dead frogs because he's just like, this feels so good. This reminds me of my undergrad days. Oh, uh, Druk, um, did you get a little loopy fighting these things? No, okay. I did see that. <laughs> yeah, so um, they apparently get you on, get you a little trippy, and you know this guy's a lightweight over here. So let's go see if we can snap him out of this. And he just walks over and he smacks you in the face. I punch him back. <laughs> <laughs> can he make a con check to get out of it or no? Yeah, yeah, you can All make right. a con check. Eighteen. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Like you still punch me in the face though. Yeah, right? yeah like comes oh, too. Ah, ah. Make an attack. You <laughs> need a twelve. Thirteen. Six points of damage. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You no, oh. yeah, that's why. Monk punches. <laughs> Giovanni's face takes a sharp turn. Runar comes to the... Oh, oh, wait, wait. Did you just hit me? What happened? What's he, the, wait, the frogs are dead. Wait, looks, I was high. He looks very shocked, and he slowly turns his head back to look at you and says, uh, well, I guess you're uh, out of it now, so that's good. Or, wait, back into it. I don't know. I'm out of it right now. 
I'm really, I'm really sorry. I didn't, I'm oh. sorry. I didn't mean to hit you. No worries. No worries. It's okay. I'm glad you're all right. I knew you could do it. Did I kill any of these things? You don't remember the jingle I sang? No. Oh, I'll sing you it to you again. I did. I did. Oh, wait. Of course you sang. You're right. That's right. What song? Was it a horror tale about the, about the, oh, the white champions? Have you heard that song? Oh, of course I've heard that song, yes. But uh, you're not quite to that level yet. Oh, well, no. You're like a cat's champion. Yes, I mean, and weirdly I am, and that's exactly where the curse came from. <laughs> I, I was doing a dig, and there was a civilization where they worshipped cats, and I activated this altar, and it did a thing, and I'm like, nah, now I got the, the powers of the cats, which is making so I can't cast spells. It makes me very sad. I was not the greatest wizard, but I was a wizard. I had spells like personal dissertation. I would not spell this bad normally. <laughs> Somebody could stop me. I'm just rambling. Up <laughs> yeah, you are. You are. Okay. Um, you can tell us as we go look along. Let's go find Kevin. Wait, why don't we find Kevin for? Who's Kevin? Why would we not find Kevin? Wait, who's Kevin? We don't know who Kevin is yet. Oh, oh can you get us off the thing and back towards Xandalon? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, hey, real quick. I want to see if I can um, get some of this goop from these frogs and put it in a vial. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So I do yeah, have some vials. vials I have yeah. two vials. So um, he starts getting lots of stuff out of make, his vest and make it a on the dex check and... just to see if you all right. If you can a dex do it without roll the nine. Uh, you get a little bit of a contact high as you're doing it. You know, like it doesn't last all that <laughs> long, but he gets a little loopy as he's filling it up. And then um, I will also take little trinkets off of these frog people if they have any on them or on their weapon. And oh, sure. got those daggers. Yeah, you might be able to use their daggers as darts. Like they're a little too small for you to use yourself, because you know. But they uh, they might make a pretty decent little throwing dart. All right. You see Giovanni like looking at the front and back of his hands for a little while. <laughs> oh, Giovanni! I uh, tripped across this in the uh, little frogman that I found, and I give him the uh, violet ink and the uh, quill that he loaned me. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Weirdest thing that frog ever had. I'll take it. All right, so time to find Kevin. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. If you had fun with us, please help us reach a wider audience by leaving a review on iTunes. Like and subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us on social media. New episodes release bi-weekly on Friday mornings.